Welcome back to today's episode of Deeper Life. Listen and be blessed. All I need is you. Almighty God and an everlasting Father, the Prince of Priests, the glory and the lifter of our head. The Bible says, Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of them all. He makes a way where there seems to be no way. This evening I want you to just know that God has a way for you. He'll bring you by a way you do not know. He'll hold your hand. He'll take you through every situation you walk in and bring you into a place of liberty and victory. Our life is not about what we go through on the outside. It's about who we are on the inside. These are days that God wants to encourage us. Hallelujah. I just want to tell you tonight, God will make a way where there seems to be no way. God will make a way for you. God will bring you into a place where you can be satisfied with His goodness. God's mighty hand is stretched forth upon His people that He can bring us into all that He has purposed over our lives. Father, we worship You tonight. Our Savior, we worship You. Hallelujah. Thank You because You are our hope. You are our future. And tonight, Lord, we remember your word in Hebrews 4.16 that says, Come boldly to the throne of grace that you might find 
mercy, grace, unmerited favor. God's hand upon us is unmerited favor. God's hand upon us is a merciful hand. That's why Jesus went on the cross. That he can lift you and me. Just one minute with me. My dear brother and sister, won't you just open your mouth and pray with me. Pray. Pray tonight. Hallelujah. The mighty hand of God is stretched forth upon us tonight to bring healing, to bring deliverance, to bring victory, to make you an overcomer. That he would satisfy you with his goodness. That his mighty hand will be upon you. That his grace will cover you. Hallelujah. Oh, we worship you, Jesus. Hallelujah. The word of the Lord for us tonight is from Isaiah 43. The Bible says, from verse 1, But now thus says the Lord who created you, O Jacob, and he who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flame scorch you. God says to you and me tonight, He says, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. One of the most important things, even about every circumstance and situations we walk in is to come to understand that we belong to our Lord Jesus Christ. You and I, we belong to him. Our life is not about the circumstances we walk through. It's not about the things that we are right now going through. You know, many times we walk through challenges, struggles, difficulties. But it's very important to understand that God understands us. God understands us. Sometimes we walk through difficult times because of circumstances, because of situations. But it's very important to understand that God understands who you are and he understands what you're going through. In Ezekiel 13, Israel is, God is saying that, you know, 
that there is a crack in the wall. But you know, there are prophets that are prophesying things out of their own heart and spirit and, and uh, you know, just that vain imagination and seeing things. And sometimes, you know, when you as a child of God walk with God, there are things around you that will break you. That will things around you that will, will kill your spirit inside of you. Sometimes, you know, we, 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 we walk under the voice of God and then we know that what God is speaking to us and, and the voices around us are sometimes very contrary to what we are hearing. But you know something? God understands the heart of the righteous. God understands the heart of the righteous. Verse 22, the Bible says in Ezekiel 13, because with lies you have made the heart of the righteous sad, whom I have not made sad. God is saying, you know, that to the people who prophesied wrongly, who are speaking things that are not from the heart of God. And look at how God says, he says through Ezekiel the prophet, he says, you are speaking things and making the heart of the righteous sad when I have not made it sad. Are you with me, my friend? Sometimes we are a victim of the voices around us. Sometimes there is a grief in our heart because of what is going on around us. And nobody is able to understand that. But I want you to know tonight, God understands what you know, what you go through. God understands where you are in your life. It's very important to understand that though there are many voices around us, it's very important that we are under the voice of God. Though there are many challenges around us, it's very important that we understand that we are a different people. We are a different people. You know, many times the children of Israel murmured against God. Many times they did things that displeased God. They simply walked away from God. They did not do the things that God wanted them to do. You know, and, 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 and at a time, a time of victory, a time of stepping into their possession, a time of stepping into their promise, that was the time when the voices of people turned against God, turned against the purposes of God. Have you ever been there? Where you know God is telling you exactly what is going to happen. Where you know this is the moment of a breakthrough. When you know this is the moment where God is going to do something awesome in your life. But the voices around you are so different to what you know and hear of God speaking into your life. The Bible says, the children of Israel, when it was the moment to step into the promised land, into the land of milk and honey, into the land that God had promised them, that was the place that they began to murmur. They were so dissatisfied. The Bible says in Numbers 13, they brought a wrong report to Moses. They said, you know, they, they, they just simply looked 
at everything and they brought a totally wrong report just based on feelings and emotions and just feeling and just by what they saw with their natural eyes. I want you to know tonight, as a child of God, as one called by God, never let your emotions overrun your life. Never let your feelings overrun your life. Never let what you see with your natural eyes overrun your life. Because you're a man of God. Because you're a woman of God. You are to be led by the Spirit of God. You need to hear God. You need to know exactly what is God telling you in the place that you are. That's what will bring the freedom. You remember the words that God spoke to Moses. God said to, to, to Moses in Numbers 14 about Caleb. In verse 24, he said, But my servant Caleb, because he has a different spirit in him and has followed me fully, I will bring him into the land where he went and his descendants shall inherit it. He said, this Caleb and this Joshua, they're coming and saying, we can take. Caleb said, let's take the land now. Let's go in now. Let's not be worried about the giants in the land. The sons of Anak, do not be worried about them. He said, just give them to me. I'm ready to take them. <coughs> Why? Because of the word of the Lord. Because of the prophetic word over his life. Because he knew that the time of God had already come for the children of Israel to step into the promised land. He knew it was his time to possess God's possession for his life. And God said to him, God said about him to Moses, he said, Caleb has a different spirit. Caleb has a different spirit. Let me tell you, my friend, sometimes, you know, we are in places in our life that are not so good, that are not so comfortable, that are not so easy to live. Sometimes we are in places in our lives where you know, things are very difficult, but it's very important to understand why you are where you are. It's very important to understand why God has brought you to the place that you are. The greatest moments in your life are the moments that you understand who you are as a child of God. Turn with me to Revelation chapter 1. The Bible says about John, John says in verse 9, I, John, both your brother and companion in tribulation and kingdom and patience of, the, of Jesus Christ was on the island that is called Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. Patmos Patmos was a small Greek island, a destination in that time for criminals and political prisoners, a place of violence, a place of starvation, a place of death, not a good place to live in. And this John was, was sent into this island as a captive. He was sent 
You know, you know, he was sent among criminals. He was sent among political prisoners. He was sent to a place of violence. He was sent to a place of starvation. He was tell, sent to a place where death was looming every day. Let me tell you this, this evening. We can be in the most difficult of circumstances, but it is important to understand why we are where you are. God wants to ask you this question tonight, my friend. Do you know why you are where you are? Do you know why you are walking the path you are walking in? John knew it. John knew exactly why he was in Patmos. He says, for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. For the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. It is after this, in this difficult place, you see an apostle connected to God the Holy Spirit in the most trying circumstances. Are you connected, my friend? In the midst of your circumstances, are you connected? Are you connected to God, the Holy Spirit? Are you a woman or a man who can say, I am walking in the Spirit? I am in the Spirit. I am in the Spirit. I am well, alive. I'm ready. I'm here to hear everything that God has for me. Can you say that? The Bible says in Revelations 1 and verse 10, John says, I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day. I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day. And I heard behind me a loud voice as of a trumpet saying, I am the Alpha, the Omega, the first. And the last, and what you see, write in a book and send it to the seven churches which are in Asia. To Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamos, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, and to Laodicea. Then I turned to see the voice that spoke to me, and having turned, I saw seven golden stands and in the midst of the seven lampstands, one like the son of man clothed with a garment down to his feet. And he goes on to explain what he saw. Where did he see that? Where did he have the greatest revelation of the end times? Where did he have the voice of God? Where did he have an open heaven? My friend, in the most difficult place that he could be in. In the most painful place that he could be in. Great men and women of God maximize their potential for the greatest of revelations 
in the most difficult places of their life. Great men and women of God are people who maximizes their potential to hear the greatest of revelations and see the most glorious of things in the most difficult circumstances of their lives. John, John was one of them. John was one of them. I want to ask you, my friend, in the most challenging moments of your life, are you walking in the greatest of revelations? Are you walking in the greatest moment of your life in the most difficult circumstance? You do that because you are in the spirit on the Lord's day. You are in the spirit. You're in the spirit on the Lord's day. Every day is a day in which you walk with God. David walked through many challenges in his life. He writes in Psalm 61. And he writes it in verse 2. For from the end of the earth, I cry to you, when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. He says, when my heart is overwhelmed, his prayer is, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. He simply says to God, Lord, I want to see with different eyes. I want to have a different revelation. I want to be able to sit and see my own life from another dimension. My friend, how many times have you asked the Lord? Lord, lead me to a place in my life where I can see my own life and my circumstances from another perspective from another dimension. How many times can we say to God, Lord, take me by your spirit to a place from which I would be able to see what you show me so that I would be able to see, I would be able to see what the Lord will show me. In Ezekiel chapter 8 and verse 3, Ezekiel writes, He stretched out the form of a hand, took me by a lock of my hair, and the Spirit lifted me up between earth and heaven, and brought me in the visions of God to Jerusalem, to the door of the north gate of the inner court, where the seat of the image of jealousy was, which provokes to jealousy. He says, the Spirit of God caught me by the lock of my hair, lifted me to a place into the visions of God. My friend, that is a place by God that you begin to see what God is seeing. 
that is a place by God that you begin to see life. You begin to see yourself. You begin to see things around you through the visions of God. Through the visions of God. Through the visions of God. Years of walking with God changes perceptions in your life. Years of walking with God changes perceptions in your life. You could begin to perceive things totally from another perspective. Romans chapter 8 and verse 18, Paul writes, For I consider that the suffering of this present age are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Persecution, trials, tribulations, beatings, fastings, nakedness, without food, suffering. A man broken down by people, abused by the world, says, the present sufferings. He says like this, the present sufferings. Can you say with him tonight, my friend? The present sufferings of this present age are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in me. My life is about the glory of God. My life is about the glory of God. My life is about walking in the glory of God. Walking in the glory of God. What brings you there? Walking with God, my friend. When you learn to walk with God, walk with God day after day after day after day, you begin to understand that you stop murmuring, you stop complaining, you stop cribbing, crying, screaming. You, can't, you stop murmuring. You stop putting your eyes on every circumstance around you and you begin to put your eyes on the author and, big, and, and finisher of your faith. The very one who said to John the Baptist, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. Just think about it for one moment. Doesn't matter what circumstances you are in, you are under the voice of God. You're under the voice of God. In, in Acts 20 and verse 23 and 24, Paul says, wherever I go, I hear that chains await me. Then in verse 24, he says, but none of these things move me. The prophetic words I hear, the chains that await me, that I hear, the things that are coming, I hear. He says, they don't move me. He says, they don't move me. In verse 24, he says, none of these things move me. Nor do I consider my life dear to myself. 
nor do I consider my life dear to myself. If you prick a dead body, it will not get up and scream, my friend. When people prick you, if you're screaming, you're still not dead, you're alive. John 12, Jesus said, unless a corn of wheat falls on the ground and dies, it remains alone. If it dies, it bears much fruit. Luke 9, 24, Jesus said, he who saves his life will lose it. Are we trying to save our lives every day? Are we trying to reason a place of safety for us every day? Jesus said, he who loses his life for my name's sake will find it, he said. Are you willing to lose yourself, my friend? Are you willing to throw the I in you away? I will be this. I want to become this. I need to be heard. My prophetic word needs to be heard. My preaching needs to be heard. I, 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 I need to be seen. Are you willing to lose it? Are you willing to lose it? Are you willing to lose it? Are you willing to throw your voice away from every other voice? Self. Say to God, all I want is to be a vessel in your hands, Lord. I want it your way. I want it your way. I want it your way. Paul said that I might run my race with joy. He said, nothing moves me, my friend. I would, run, I would run my race with joy. I want to fulfill the purpose for which I was sent. I understand there's a calling upon me. I understand God has a purpose in my life. My heart, my life yearns to fulfill that great purpose. Are you living that purpose tonight, my friend? Are you simply existing? Are you surviving? Or are you living the purpose of God? Ask yourself. Ask yourself. Lord, Lord, can you say with John this evening, God, I may be through difficult times and circumstances, but Lord, my life is about you. My life is about the testimony of Jesus. I am where I am in my life because of the testimony of Jesus. I am where I am in my life because I carry the glory of God. I am where I am in my life because one day His glory will be manifest. But right now, testimony. Life is about the testimony of Jesus. I control myself. I bring my body under subjection. 1 Corinthians 9.27, Paul says, I beat my body and bring it under subjection, that after I have preached to others, I will not lose my price. I control myself. I bring myself to a place before God so that I can be of value to Him. I can be of value to Him. I can be of worth to Him. I will be worthwhile in the hands of an almighty God. Are you worth it? Are you worth it? 
Are you a person that God can lavish his glory because he can use you? Because he can do what he wants with your life. Because he can do whatever he wants with your life. Are you in that place, my friend? Tonight, would you say to God, I lay my life before you, Lord. Doesn't matter whether I am in the island of Patmos or whether I am in this place in the desert. 40 years, I'm roaming around because of the circumstances of people around me, because of wrong reports. Caleb, 40 years later, 45 years later, came back. He said to Joshua, as I was, so I am strong today. As I was with Moses, so I am strong today, he said. I may have been a victim of circumstances, but I have not let the fire go down. I have not let my passion go down. I have not taken the vision that God had given me out of my eyes. I may have been young one day, but now I maybe I am old, but yet I am fresh as ever to fulfill God's great purposes in my life. Would you close your eyes for one moment tonight and say to God, Lord, here I am and lay my life before you. Doesn't matter how old you are, if you are still alive, God has a purpose for you, my friend. There have been many, maybe there are many years, wasted years in your life. Many, many years have passed by meaningless, purposeless life. Years have gone. But it's not over, my friend. If only you would say to God, Lord, here I am. Here I am. I lay my life before you. Here I am. Here I am. Here I am. I want to offer my life to you. To be able to say to him tonight, God, I offer my life to you. Maybe you don't even understand the circumstance you are in. Maybe you are in a place that you don't even understand why you are where you are. Maybe things are confusing around you. But would you be able to say to God tonight, God, doesn't matter. Really, really, really doesn't matter. I want to, Lord, put my life into the precious, glorious hands of Jesus. I offer myself to you tonight. I'm ready, God. In my Patmos, I'm ready to see visions of glory. Can you say it to him tonight, my friend? In my Patmos, in my Patmos, I am ready. I want to be in the Spirit, Lord, because I am ready to see visions. I'm ready to hear the voice of my Heavenly Father, the precious voice of Jesus. I'm ready to hear it, Lord. Ready to hear it. I'm ready to hear Jesus speak to me. I'm ready to hear Jesus reveal himself to me. I'm ready to see what he is willing to show me. I want to tell you, my friend, 
that useless. That detestable island of Patmos was the very island where John received the book of Revelation. I want you to know tonight, maximize your potential to be able to hear God, see God, experience God in the most difficult circumstances of your life. Maximize it, my friend. Don't look outside. Don't look outside. Don't let the things around you speak to you. Don't let the voices around you speak to you. But you maximize. Maximize. Your ability. In the spirit. To be able to hear and see. What your heavenly father. Has for you. Wants you. To know and see. Father we thank you tonight. Thank you that our eyes are not upon the world, but it's upon you. Thank you, Jesus, tonight. We live by revelation. Thank you, Jesus. We live by the words that you speak into our lives. Thank you, Jesus, that it is the bread of heaven that feeds us. Manna. It's the manna from heaven that kept the Israelites alive in the desert. Is the manna from you today by the Holy Ghost that will keep us alive in this dark and painful world, a failing world. It is the word of the Lord that will sustain us. Tonight, Lord, we thank you that you speak into us because you are the one who can bring us where you have purposed us to be. Pray for all my dear brothers and sisters. Lord, this would be a glorious week. A week of the glory of God. Hallelujah. Give us the grace to say with Paul, the present affliction is not worthy to be compared to the glory that shall be revealed in me. In me. Father, we thank you. Let your glory fill us. Fill us one more time by the mighty power of your Holy Spirit. Let the mighty power of the Holy Spirit come upon us. Give us eyes, Lord. Eyes by your Holy Spirit to see what you are showing us. Give us ears to hear what the Spirit of God will speak to us. We love you. We worship you. Speak your blessing over each one of my dear brothers and sisters. Prosper them. Lift them. Heal them. Deliver them. Bring them, Lord, into all that you have purposed over their lives. Speak your blessing over their lives, Lord. Thank you, Father. Without you, we are nothing. We simply yield our lives into your glorious hands. All my dear brothers and sisters, would you join with me and say, Amen, Amen, and Amen. God bless you. Thank you for joining us in Deeper Life tonight. And looking forward to seeing you again next week. God bless you. Have a glorious week. Think about the glory of God that will be revealed in you. Just think about it. His mighty hand is upon you. God bless you.
This broadcast is from Transforming Nations for Jesus. If you would like to get in touch with us, please write to us at transformingnationsforjesus at gmail.com. Thank you for joining us. Be blessed.